This is our devotional commentary for 1 Samuel chapter 23. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now they told David, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, Behold, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more then if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord again. And the Lord answered him, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will give the Philistines into your hand. And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their livestock and struck them with a great blow. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. When Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, had fled to David to Keilah, he had come down with an ephod in his hand. Now it was told Saul that David had come to Keilah, and Saul said, God has given him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. And Saul summoned all the people to war, to go down to Keilah, to besiege David and his men. David knew that Saul was plotting harm against him, and he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Keilah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord, the God of Israel, please tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Keilah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will surrender you. Then David and his men, who were about six hundred, arose and departed from Keilah, and they went wherever they could go. When Saul was told that David had escaped from Keilah, he gave up the expedition, and David remained in the strongholds in the wilderness in the hill country of the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God did not give him into his hand. David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. David was in the wilderness of Ziph at Horesh. And Jonathan, Saul's son, rose and went to David at Horesh and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Saul, my father, also knows this. And the two of them made a covenant before the Lord. David remained at Horesh, and Jonathan went home. Then the Ziphites went up to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is not David hiding among us in the strongholds at Horesh, on the hill of Hakilah, which is south of Jeshimon? Now come down, O king, according to all your heart's desire to come down. Our part shall be to surrender him into the king's hand. And Saul said, May you be blessed by the Lord, for you have had compassion on me. Go, make yet more sure. Know and see the place where his foot is, and who has seen him there, 
for it is told me that he is very cunning. See, therefore, and take note of all the lurking places where he hides, and come back to me with sure information. Then I will go with you. And if he is in the land, I will search him out among all the thousands of Judah. And they arose and went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the Arabah to the south of Jeshiban. And Saul and his men went to seek him, and David was told, so he went down to the rock and lived in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. Saul went on one side of the mountain, and David and his men on the other side of the mountain. And David was hurrying to get away from Saul. As Saul and his men were closing in on David and his men to capture them, a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have made a raid against the land. So Saul returned from pursuing after David and went against the Philistines. Therefore that place was called the Rock of Escape. David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of En Gedi. In 1 Samuel 23, David is still the wandering outlaw on the run from Saul. His life is always at risk as Saul sought him every day, verse 14 says, but God did not give him into his hand. In short, David kept escaping Saul because he could never escape the shelter of the Lord Most High. In this chapter, we see how God provides for his servants, even in our most desperate and trying times. First, we have divine access, verses 1 through 13. Saul's access to God is explained in verse 6. When Abiathar had fled to David to Keilah, he had come down with an ephod in his hand. This verse is included as sort of an FYI for readers, letting us know how David is getting such clear guidance from God. Abiathar's priestly vest contained a pouch with two stones, the Urim and the Thummim, which could be drawn out as signals for the divine yes or no. In this way, David was directed to go to Keilah for their salvation and then to get out of Keilah for his own salvation. Both his attack and his escape are successful because he follows the Lord's clear direction. While we do not share David's unique privilege of ephod guidance, we too have access to God through his appointed priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, whose throne of grace we are invited to approach, that we might find timely help according to our need. Second, in our trials we have the gift of divine encouragement. Verses 14 through 18. After a general summary statement of God's protection of David, we are told more specifically how God blessed him through the gift of a faith-building friend. Though Saul was not able to find David, Jonathan could. What an oasis he must have been to David, hiding deep in the wilderness, as he strengthened his hand in God. The mere presence of Jonathan must have been of great comfort and refreshment for David. But Jonathan makes good use of his visit 
reaffirming God's promise to David that he will indeed reign over Israel, and also reminding David of his own loyalty. If he can't count on the people he has helped, Elah, or the people within his own tribal territory, Ziph, at least David can count on Jonathan. The two friends had no idea that this was the last time they would ever see each other. But Jonathan had accomplished his mission. He had stabilized his buddy, pointing him to the faithfulness of God. Third, like David, we are always protected by divine providence. Verses 19 through 29. Betrayed by opportunists, David is again hunted by Saul. With the king in full pursuit, the tension becomes almost unbearable. But just when it looks like David will surely be captured and killed, God delivers him. How? Through an attack of the Philistines. In verses 1 through 5, they are the enemy. Now, they are the Savior. The providence of God means he has all kinds of ways to keep us on our feet. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.